Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Well, number one, I think this is, uh, I think somebody's in the back room, hip, hip, hooray, whoever created the play-in tournament. Because last year you get Steph and LeBron. This year you get me and Katie <laughs> going against the Cavs in the playing game. And then you have in the Western Conference, Minnesota and uh, the Clippers. So uh, I guess somebody's in the back room saying that this works. But as a competitor, this is, uh, you know, it feels like one of those game sixes, game fives, game sevens, where it's a must win. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. And the voice there of Kyrie Irving as the Nets get ready for the play-in game, or the play-in tournament, I should say. NBA playoffs start tomorrow night with the play-ins. So as uh, as it works, as the 7 and the 8 will play, the winner is in as the 7. The uh, the loser will play the winner of the 9-10, and that will determine the 8th seed in each conference. So let's start with the Nets. They're the first game up. Um, Tuesday night, 7 p.m., Cavs, Nets. The Nets are the seven seed. The Cavs, the eight. The winner of this game is the seven. And we'll play the Boston Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. So we can start here. Nets are currently an eight and a half point favorite in this game. Boy, this this has gone from like, hey, we don't know where it's going to be sitting. Hey, where are the Nets going to be in the play-in tournament? To now it's like, oh, Kyrie's eligible. They're playing at home. They're eight and a half point favorites. This is this is kind of what we've been waiting for for a while now. Play-in tournament, is it a, a net positive or negative at the very end? So we had all these competitive spots. We didn't know which teams would match up with which teams. So that was uh, pretty cool watching. Keeps you more interested in the NBA regular season until the very end. Uh, you get. I, I'm looking forward to the two Tuesday games. Uh, Wednesday, uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> not, not all that thrilling. I would say the big negative, though, is these matchups that we're dying to see, these four, five, three, six, and then curious to see what the other matchups are. We've got to wait a full week. It's like the NBA is going on uh, an all-star break, but just the teams in the play-in uh, we get Tuesday through, what is it, wrap-up Friday or Saturday? Friday. Friday. And then the playoffs yeah. start Saturday. Start the, the Saturday. Regular yeah. Yeah. Positive. I like the thing. I was just going to say the thing with the Nets is now it's being reported that Ben Simmons could return sometime in the first round, which is so vague and weird. But the thing is, they really do need him defensively like the Nets. We keep talking about who wants to face Brooklyn, but I don't know. I'm so torn on who this Brooklyn team is because defensively, they are not that good. They gave Mm -mm. up like 125 points to the Pacers the other day. 
Um, and Ben Simmons coming back, like he hasn't played for almost a year. Is he really going to be that good? And how is he fitting in with this team? Like chemistry. I mean, you go from not playing to like, Hey, welcome back. We're in the playoffs now. I mean, that is a tough, tough hill to climb. It is. I, I don't, I, I can't imagine. That he's dude, he's play not really playing well. right, Joe. There's no way he's playing. Like I would, he's going to return to the court in the playoffs that with, with this new team. He ain't playing. I think no, but what are they doing then? They like, need him. I think they're down or like it's three, two in a series. And they're like, get out there. We need you. <laughs> if you need Ben Simmons, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you need Ben Simmons, at a playoff that's what game. I mean. It's like when they are in trouble, maybe they'll throw him out there. I have no idea. I just, so, yeah, you know what? But I, I, I was thinking he wasn't going to play. But Aaron, you're right. He's ramping up. Like it doesn't look like he's not going to play. Like I just wonder. I don't know how this is going to play out, but it's going to be. How could you just throw a guy in there who hasn't played with you all season in the playoffs? Exactly. Exactly. New team. It's crazy. Well, what about from his perspective, right? So he's. I, I guess he's talked about it. You would know more than me. You've heard every time he speaks about just where he is mentally. So. He's going to return on this stage with a brand new team, with all the pressure in the world, with a, with a team that's built with two superstars. So you're expected to win and advance, and pro, you know the expectation is probably at least the conference finals. Like that's a lot on him to walk back into, sure. the, and everybody remembers how he melted last time. And he's historically not played well in Boston. Um, that was where his meltdowns of the playoffs first started. I mean, they, they've, they've here got a- Jason Tatum. Have fun with that, pal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and look, I, I think the, the, I think he could probably if he's healthy, he could play defense, rolling out of bed. Like he's just really athletic mm-hmm. and good and smart. But offensively is where I just feel like it'd be a problem for them. How about that before we get to the games? Boston didn't shy away from this. We've been talking about it for week for weeks. Who wants to play the Nets? Who's going to play the Nets? Who will try to avoid the Nets? Boston could have tanked that game away, Aaron. I know the um, the uh, the what was it Memphis last night? Memphis was resting all their guys, but the Celtics also could have chosen like to purposely lose that game. They yes, didn't want to. I'm telling you, the them. Celtics want the Nets. They want they the Nets, and it would be good entertainment too, just with the Kyrie situation. Uh, I love it. I love it. The Celtics are not afraid of the Nets, and they showed that. So. First off, Aaron, you're, you're right on Brooklyn. Like, you don't know what to do with this team. First off, everybody's going to look at, okay, what, what happened in the regular season? And in a lot of these situations, they probably don't mean a ton. Now, the, the Nets beat the Cavs three of four. But the right. only one I'm really even taking a look at is the one we just saw on April 8th when Brooklyn won 118-107. to 107. The first Nets win, you had a Harden, no Kyrie. Second Nets win, you had Harden, no Kyrie. The Cavs win, there was no Durant. So you throw that one out. I'm throwing the first three matchups completely out. It, it tells us absolutely nothing. So if you want to look at the April 8th one, when the Nets won by 11, you had Durant with 36, Kyrie 18, 8, and 6. You also had Seth Curry on the court. I'm fine with that. And you want to look at, okay, Brooklyn wrapped up their season. They want to get things uh, going here. They've won four in a row mediocre competition that's all fair too but but let's not put too much into Brooklyn taking three or four this season I agree um my thought would be Brooklyn's gonna win the game it's a big number though that's a eight and a half is a big number 
in this game, Aaron. Like my first thought is that's a that's a lot of points for a, a single NBA game between two teams that were fairly even. Rec- I mean, basically yeah. even the whole season. So win but don't cover, possibly. Yeah, I don't have a strong feeling on that one right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I just like the. Yeah, I think the Nets win the game, Joe. That's that feels like a big number, though. Eight and a half points. Yeah, it does. Do we not think the Cavs are dead? I just like, well, do. Well, we just you know we just did a couple minutes ago, and I noticed it. We've just kind of moved on. Oh, the Nets are the Nets are going to be in. Right. Yeah, I don't know that we should be doing Evan that. Mobley that being defense. asked to basically play out of his position, the Jarrett Allen injury really hurt them. I just feel like they are dead. That's kind of my take on it too, but for the three other games to get to also. Yeah. That really does suck for Cleveland. You accomplished so much. Good year. You you took much more than one step. I mean, that was like a the big leap over that big puddle that you you tried to miss. What they did this season, and they're not really going to be involved in the playoffs because here, here you go. Here's Brooklyn. Um, now I'm assuming that are they going to lose the second game? Yeah, well, Cleveland, that's what I mean by Cleveland being yeah. dead. They could be dead in this game and come back and win the next one. They're in, right. By being in the 7-8 game, they're in an advantageous place. Um, I So as I just look through this, I feel like Atlanta-Cleveland is what we're getting we're getting in that second game because I think Atlanta's on a roll right now, and I, I like them over Charlotte. So if I like in the East, in my mind, is Brooklyn. Maybe they don't cover, but they win that game. And I like Atlanta, and that would set up Atlanta-Cleveland in a, you know, a play-in for the eight, eight spot. That's the rest of the Eastern Conference. If you're not involved in these plans or you're not going to get your matchup based on the results here, uh, Brooklyn's a different story. But of the other three Eastern Conference teams, Atlanta's the one you don't want to see involved in the dance, right? Yeah, because it's, it's, they did this last year. They were in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. It's Trey Young. They're playing better. I mean, look at, just look at how they closed this season. I mean, they they really they kind of quietly closed on a roll here to get to this spot. So, I, Joe, I agree with that. That being said, you know you got to feel good about you know who feels good right now Miami. There's a real chance they avoid Brooklyn, and then they're going to get the winner of the Sixers and the and the Raptors in in the in the second round. Like Miami has mm-hmm. a path to the Eastern Conference Finals that looks like Atlanta and the Raptors. That that could actually happen. Yeah. They're like Plus, the Kansas of the NCAA tournament right that's now. A, that's a great – that is great. That, that could be them. We just wake up like, oh, they're almost in the finals already. Yeah, and, the, and there's probably some teams regretting not uh, being able to land that number one spot. We're showing – we're seeing how impactful it is. And then yesterday, Dallas is out there trying to grab the three, and then now we got this Luka thing lingering. And and we don't know they're going to have time to rest, but you, you, they're they're going to get killed down in Dallas for playing Luca. You're already in. They were trying to move up that last spot. Um, I, I don't know if teams will rethink how they handle load management during the season, but we, we see how important it, it is for Miami, especially if they end up just cruising to the conference finals. And they had to have a tech rescinded for him to even play. He shouldn't have even been playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yesterday was wild if you just bet on the teams that needed to win. It's very successful. 
if you ever oh. do that. There was yeah. a um, someone to put up yesterday like a motivation chart. Like yep. who's needed it, who who didn't follow that, you would have been in good shape. All right, let's get to the West here. The one I think this show is probably most interested in, just like the biggest toss-up, the, the biggest question mark, is Clippers yeah. at the Wolves. We've got a Wolves future out there on this show. The Clippers obviously have become intriguing here. It is a two-and-a-half-point number over at FanDuel for tomorrow night. Wolves are the favorites by two-and-a-half. Are we still feeling good about the Timberwolves? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i feel good that it moved towards (laughs) that i feel good that their number moved in our favor from one and a half it it touched three i actually grabbed a piece of the clippers at plus three um it's down to two and a half but i based on that feel pretty good about I, I just feel like the Clippers are such an unknown um in a seven game series maybe they can give a team some problems I, yeah I have no idea yeah. what to expect with them we need that seven though right for the Timberwolves yes, yes. yeah yes. so I'm I'm concerned about it you're right the market move made me feel a little more secure with it with the long shot futures play but the thinking was they can get that seven well, here's their opportunity on Tuesday night. Uh, I'm I'm concerned because I've just seen Paul George dominate the T-Wolves all year. Dominate them. In the three wins, let's go. I know you don't want to put too much in November, but those were the Clippers' three wins over the T-Wolves. Mm-hmm. 32-8-6, 21-10-6, 23-9-4. And it's Paul George in the playoffs, and I guess that makes you feel a little bit better. The the one T-Wolves win this year, Paul George did not play it. So keep that in mind. Uh, good storyline with Pat Beverly going against his old team, though. Oh, yeah, and, I love that. and there are always rumors, okay, was there is there bad blood there? And that's that's a guy I want on my side. That makes me feel good come playoff time. I, I know he's not to the talent level 
of some of the other Clippers that we're going to be talking about. But I want Pat Beverly on my side come play. Me too. He, he would fit in with the Miami Heat with the Lowry and uh, and uh, what's his name? P.J. Tucker. He's one of those. So it's just like you want him on your side in the playoffs. So right now I'm seeing 63% of the spread money is on the Clippers. 53% of the bets are on the Clippers right now. So the money's coming in on, on Los mm. Angeles. I mm. get it. They've got Norman Powell too. Um, they got him in February. So he's supposed to be pretty healthy. So that'll be interesting. All right, Paul, let's also chalk up. uh, We're we're going against the public dog too, right? That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like, which, hey, add it to the list of (laughs) pro Timberwolves uh, chatter out there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, uh, it sounds like they were kind of like, they should have played better yesterday. Like their coach wasn't so happy with the, the performance, but. You know, let's let's kind of see what they're made of. You know, young team, first playoff yeah. game in a while. Like good, good young cast. But I'd imagine that atmosphere is going to be fun at home. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a big part of it. And I mean, a guy like again, again, I think Pat Beverly. Like, there's always bad blood with that guy. It doesn't matter if there actually is or, <laughs> or not. There's always going to be yeah. bad blood. So right. You gotta love being the Clippers and the Lakers are not in the playoffs and they are. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, the Lakers just puttered out so so sadly. I'm listening to AD talk about how they're still a championship team. No, they're not. Um, I know you guys need the seven to feel good about your bat. I feel great about the Timberwolves making this thing. Right? Even if they lose to the Clippers, they will beat the winner. I have zero interest Uh, in Spurs Pelicans. Like, what's less than zero? What is less? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, do I have like? How is a number five in that game? Like, I don't, I don't know. I would just take the other side. Give me five points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, pop with five in a playoff-ish game. Okay. Yeah. But do I actually want pop. to bet that game? No. Pop. I'm getting five. Okay, he's on the road. Uh, they won three or four in the season. Murray smoked them mm-hmm. all year. L- look at all those games. I mean, he was a triple-double threat in every one, and we can get to that with the props uh, come Wednesday show. But, yeah, I mean – Spurs, do I love it? No, I don't love anything in this game. And I might not bet it just so I don't have to watch it. Just tell me what the result was. There are good things about the play-in. Kyrie mentioned it, right? Kyrie, Durant, LeBron last year, Curry last year. And there are bad things about the play-in. Spurs Pelicans is the bad thing about the play-in. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for BetQL Daily. We'll go off the board next right here on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.